everyone. Guess what you just did? You downloaded episode 403 of the Comedy Film Nerds podcast. My Good name for you. Yeah. Way to figure out technology. <laughs> uh, today, I'm going to go with my name's Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. Welcome to the Comedy Film Nerds podcast. If you're new, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for downloading us again. Mm -hmm. For all of you new downloaders, that didn't feel like grammatically correct, but I'm going to run with it. Yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> I, um, this is what we do. We talk movies. We are. We're going to be talking about The Greatest Showman. We're going to talk a little more Shape of Water. We're going to be talking about The Post and uh, some interesting trailers we saw. We, we saw Hostels we're going to talk about and Tomb Raider. Hmm. Yes. Two very similar films. Well, hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Different takes. Yeah, yeah, uh, on, the, on, the, yeah <laughs> on the same idea. <laughs> same idea. Mm -hmm. Different interpretations, I want to call mm -hmm. it. Um, we have, uh, we got a special guest. Yeah, first, he made it. He made it. I'm uh, here. He got, <laughs> that's <laughs> me. <laughs> first, Thank you. I apologize for um, the last time. 800 times, probably. Well, it is your fault that there was a, cur a rainstorm that flooded your garage. So <laughs> I, I feel like you feel that way. So I'm just throwing it out there in case. <laughs> but, if you're just uh, going to let rainstorms... There were sandbags involved. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it rained really bad. I live right, by, right behind the uh, L.A. River. And, uh, you, you the know, famous what, L.A. River. The gutter, the wash. Yeah. <laughs> it's never a problem until it rains that one year. You know, that one mm. time every year it rains really bad. And it happened to be that time. And uh, there was, I didn't have sandbags. My neighbors are smart enough to know. Uh, every now and then you would put these sandbags up. The water got all the way up to my washer and dryer almost. So that was a fun uh, morning and night of trying to uh, move things around. But yeah. that's like an excuse to miss a podcast. <laughs> that, that's not like an hour before. I wrote it in my book wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Flooded I garage. I try to give you a heads up the night of. I'm like, this is going to be a problem. Yeah, you're like, this is getting bad. I got to deal with this. I was like, this is like one of the few legitimate comedian excuses. Right. Usually it's just like, oh, is that today? Yeah, fucko. Oh, like, yeah. Can we just record it at my house? No, we're in a studio. Yeah. It's a schedule. Like, we're all, we all have lives that don't revolve around you. Yes. You can replace me in 20 minutes, right? Right? Is, that a, is this a hassle? Can we just do it at four? Yeah. I have an audition. No? No, you can't. No, I can't do it for. Can't no. do it for. Well, well, thank you for letting me come back in here. No, we wanted to have you back. Yeah. You, you, we, you know, I've known you for a while, and we're always we, like ships passing in the night. I feel like. We, yeah, it was. It wasn't until we started recording this show here at ATC. Yeah. That I actually ran into you in L.A. I only would run into you like on the road. Yeah, random, just random like, cities. Like, yeah, going somewhere, coming to, coming from. In an you airport. Know, you see or a name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what's up? What's up? Like, I know that guy. What? I think I know that guy. Yeah. It's just like we'd be at like a bar or something. Where are you performing? I'm at this place. Uh, I'm down the street. I'm like, all right. Cool, man. <laughs> see you in two months. Yeah, Godspeed. Yeah. So, but finally, finally, we're making this happen. And tell us about your podcast. You do a search. I, yes, uh, on this very network. Uh, it's called Fried, me and Sarah Tiana. Uh, you know, she's a southern girl from Georgia living out here. I'm from North Carolina living out here, two uh, southern comedians trying to make it in Southern California. <laughs> so we, uh, we we have little segments. We do it like every Friday comes out. Aaron sometimes pops in there. Uh, my mom will call in and do movie reviews as well. I gotta get, you got to get my mom to call in on this show. <laughs> she reviewed uh, Hugh Jackman's film, uh, the, the new one. The Greatest Show, we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, <laughs> you, you should you get my mom to call in for that one. <laughs> my, this is how my mom sounds. Well, me and your father, we went to go see that uh, Wolverine one where he sings. 
<laughs> no, that's Hugh Jackman. Yeah, he just caused it and come out. But there were a lot of freaks on that show. They had those little monkey babies. <laughs> you mean the hair, the hairy people? You know, the little hair kids or whatever. She, she, she went off on many tangents, but uh, it's it's an interesting point of view. We'll get her to call in sometime. Yeah, the Wolverine guy. The Wolverine guy who uh, sings now sings. Where in North Carolina are you from? I grew up in a little town called Hickory. It's about an hour north of uh, Charlotte. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of famous. It used to be the furniture capital of the world, home to Winston Cup champion Dale Jarrett and the pig from Green Acres. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. So we're up. We're moving up. Hickory Farms? Are they from Hickory there Farms, we, we, uh, you can buy them there, the mm-hmm. cheeses and the meats and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's from there. I don't know. It might be. I haven't really mm-hmm. done my research on the Hickory Farms, <laughs> although I do enjoy it once every Christmas. I'm get, my, my dad knows he's getting some meats from Hickory Farms. Um, but we get them at the mall. I don't know where they come from. But <laughs> it, it just sounds, the word hick in your town's name just sounds bad. You know, there's a Hickville or But Hickston. hickory sounds classy. The way you say it sounds <laughs> very classy. <laughs> you actually pronounce all the letters in yeah. there. Hickory. That's how it's supposed to be pronounced. But if you're from there, it's hickory. <laughs> it's capital H, capital I, capital C, capital K, apostrophe R-Y. Hickory! And you gotta shake your head side to side because it means you're proud. You know, I'm from Hickory. You think you're better than me? That's what follows. You think you're better than me? You know, it's weird when people shake their head sideways like that. That it does. It, there's some sort of like pride aspect to it, like side to side's pride. Yeah. But if you're ashamed, you kind of go up and down, like you're admitting defeat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You say yeah mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. 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 I'm from Hickory. Yeah, I'm from Hickory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, congratulations. I know you're from Philly. We were talking about your, yes. uh, your uh-huh. Eagles. You know, Eagles. Fly, yeah. Eagles, fly. Made it to the uh, Super Bowl. There you go. Now we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. They played, the, it was against the last time they went when they played against the Patriots. That's right. This is a rematch yeah. from 2004. Let's just say wow. they're the underdogs. So, yeah. Well, but, they have, uh, but they it have. could, you know, they, they've been doing pretty well as the underdogs. So they we'll have. see. With even without Wentz, it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. No one, they were underdogs in their own uh, uh, stadium, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that was a blowout. Anyway, this is amazing a turn tangent. of events. Yeah, sorry. I know. I'm actually. T- I saw the game and I was talking sports. <laughs> you know more about. <laughs> I have since I've so tuned out the NFL. I don't watch the NFL anymore. Chris no, is. I, t- I don't know any of this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Normally, He's Chris from Philadelphia. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and your last name, Chris. Yeah. Uh, Chris Man- Mankini. Man- yeah. Mancini. <laughs> It's pronounced hickory. Hickory. <laughs> hickory. Yes. hickory. I'm from Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, Philly. Yeah. Yeah. We had to grease our poles because people try to climb up them. Yeah. When we uh, win a game. My favorite. My favorite news story, and that's like becomes a national story. Really, you had to grease your poles? No, that's true. That's not like some urban. Yeah, like the rumor. light poles. They had to grease them so people wouldn't climb up them and uh, yeah. you know swing from them. Like, like animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That one guy punched a horse. Uh, this just happened. There was a guy who punched. A horse after a victory. Mm, to be um, fair, horse looked at him funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean horses talk shit. I mean, yeah. Let's call yeah. it what it is. Why the long face? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. No, there's uh, there's this other guy uh, who uh, was chasing a subway. I was just telling him outside. There was this guy's like an Eagles fan. He was like taunting other people inside of the subway car, right? And as the thing started moving, he started chasing it, and he was like running as fast as he could. He didn't see a pole. Oh, great! Smack just faced right into the pole. That is great. Such great justice. Yeah. That is the, it is. the universe lining it's, up perfectly. It's Darwinism. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. Yeah. Within the herd. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> it hit him in the nad so he won't make babies. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> Better to not procreate. Yes, I agree. Uh, so let's uh, talk some movies. We're going to talk about it, Greatest Showman. I love not movies. called fucking comedy sports nerds. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that tangent was brought so. to you by this idiot from Hickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, like your mom, I saw The Greatest Showman. And, that sounded uh, like an insult. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounded like it started like an insult. This is like your mama thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> like your mom. Like your mama watched Greatest Showman. <laughs> she and, was in it. Yeah, yeah. every scene. Your mama watched Greatest Showman. Hey, cross the line. Cross the line. Yeah, she's talking about Wolverine singing. Yes, and uh, you know Hugh Jackman. Uh, I, you know, not everyone knows that he actually he didn't just start as Wolverine. He started. It's he he has a background in a song and dance theater man. and song and dance man. Yeah, right. so. So it's not too surprising that he would be in a musical. And he, apparently, he read three dozen books. I doubt there are three dozen books on P.T. Barnum to prepare for the title role. That's thirty-six books. You know, sometimes thirty-six books. That's a publicist created. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes he read thirty-six pages. People just people just made (laughs) things up. Read page five, then seventy-eight, and then we're done. Here's what I really liked about this movie. This was like old school Hollywood studio filmmaking. It was like big, lavish period production. Uh, musicals, giant numbers, huge amounts of extras. A lot of money went into the production design, and it was just a big, giant kind of um, musical movie that they don't make that much anymore. Mm -hmm. So it was really fun to see um, that type of filmmaking, and and it worked. It did. It was it was a fun musical. It was uh, it showed the kind of the story of like the humble beginnings of uh, P.T. Barnum, and you know as he created. First, he created the uh, museum before he created the circus, which I found really interesting. I didn't realize it. And it was a failure at first. Then it became popular. And then it slowly evolved into the circus that uh, he's most famous for. Museum of Oddities so, is what it was called, I think. Yeah, it Something was like, like Barnum's American Museum, oh, okay. he called it. And it was... Uh, it was empty, and then his kids said something like, "Well, you should have more live things inside, like because it was all just you uh. know static." And it slow. That's where it slowly evolved to him, like bringing in the freaks and bringing in animals and and uh, all those things. But here's where the movie kind of uh, went off on too far of a tangent. Is uh, as he was starting to get more popular, and then the uh, controversy was starting. It's like you know, you know, we don't like what you're doing in our town, and you know, you're, you know, we don't like what you're doing with the freaks and like he, he protesters, basically, with what he was doing. And um, also, he was basically, you know, he's a, he's a show business uh, carnival barker. Ultimately, right. he was mm-hmm. like one of the first ones. So everything was, you know, like. Uh, um, er- everything was a big show, but none of it was actually, you know, real. Yeah. So what he did is he went and met the queen in England because as his fame grew, and he met some famous European singer out there, and he decided to take her on tour to legitimize himself and leave the circus to kind of fend for itself for a while. So it was a really weird tangent that this movie went on, and the movie spent too much time on this tangent. I'm like, well, no, we're interested in how he built up the circus, and this is what he's known for, and this is the story that I'm most interested in. But now we're on the tangent of like him being on the road with this European singer for like uh, really? yeah, an extended period of time. Oh, yeah, I'm like, mm, this is, I, I understand this that. Not choice. Well, yeah. it's like yeah. it's a musical, and he's a European yeah. singer, so hey, yeah, he can have some numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the best one. So, so <laughs> I, I I get that like I'm sure that happened, and then that was part of his story. But it's like as 
you know, the focus of a film, you don't have that much time. Yeah, you yeah. want to get to the good parts and the parts that people are interested in. Also, the, you want to get to the heart of who he was and what he achieved. So it went off on this weird tangent for too long. But uh, other than that, like there's um, one thing about the music that was was a little bit of a misfire where the music was good. But the problem with the music was that a lot of the songs felt like variations of the same song. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how, like, when you do see a classic musical like Chicago or, you know, even like uh, um, Wicked or any of these, the, the songs sound very different. Like, the you know, you have a whole musical. There's recurring themes mm-hmm. uh, musically as well. But, you know, and even like the Disney movies like Frozen or um, The Little Mermaid, you know, you, you have very specific songs and um, they're very uh, different from each other. Like ACDC, every other song sounds Yeah. Like they're, they're all the same. This was kind of the, the version They're of, gonna say rock at least five yeah. times in every song. Yeah, the, the, this was the musical Loudly. version of an A C D C concert. <laughs> right. This was Okay. This was uh um so so that was one of the parts of like whenever a song would break out and I'm like, Oh, this kinda sounds like the song that they just sang. Hmm. Uh so this is why I hate musicals. Yeah, <laughs> everything just but, sounds like we're gonna sing and dance yeah. and have a dance and, and sing. And this was where they were they they tried to tried to like recapture that old uh, studio Hollywood feel of like the big old musicals. But I think they tried to do it in such a way that like, well, no, every song needs to sound exactly the same. <laughs> and I'm like, mm. no, no, it doesn't. You know, you could you could make it sound. You think it was a choice? Modern, like uh, they kind of wanted them to. Sound it really the same? felt like a choice. It oh, didn't feel okay. like a mistake. It felt like like this is kind of what we want to do. Whereas, you know, uh, but it's you know, it's the lyrics lyricists of La La Land, but at the same time, La La Land felt very modern. Maybe the guy who uh, composed the music got fired early on in the film. Yeah, we're just going to use the same score for each thing. You guys just make up new words. Yeah, <laughs> just <re-edit. Yeah. laughs> we don't have any music left. We're, we're yeah. our music budget is over. <laughs> uh, so uh, one of the uh, one of the interesting pieces of trivia was that, uh, and this wasn't in the film, and it should have been because it would have been an, a, a funny beat. Uh, it was so popular, Barnum's American Museum, that the crowds inside would linger too long, thereby cutting into profits. To make way for additional paying customers, he posted signs indicating this way to the egress. Not knowing that egress was another word for exit, people followed the signs what they assumed was a fascinating exhibit and ended up outside. <laughs> That's God. a good move. That's what, isn't that an amazing con yeah. man move? That's wow. fantastic. Like That should have been in the movie. Well, that's pretty smart. Comedy yeah. clubs should do that sometimes. Yeah. You know, you got two shows. Yeah, you got to yeah. turn the room around. People are still hanging out. Come outside for a free egress. Yeah. Yes, free <laughs> egress outside, or just be now. bluntly lying. Uh, free beer out here. You know, yeah. just walk out there and it's and uh, just, oh, yeah, it's and this a was coupon the, for free beer tomorrow. This was Jackman's uh, passion project. It was a seven-year development process, and it was the directorial debut of Michael Gracie, which made the studios nervous. And uh, this is a visual effects guy. So, yes, exactly. Visual effects supervisor, animator. And he made the studio so nervous that they then hired James Mangold was brought in to oversee a week of reshoots and post-production. So I'm like, yeah, we're going to just bring in another guy to kind of tighten things up and supervise things. Oh, that's not good to have hang around your neck as a director. (laughs) You had training wheels on your first movie. Yeah, not only did you have training wheels on, we're bringing in another guy. (laughs) $84 million budget, but it apparently did $113 million its opening weekend in the U.S. Yes, it's definitely made money. It's... uh, 
you know, unsurprisingly, it got nominated for um, an best original song mm. for the Academy Awards, but nothing for song, picture, no, song, song. Yeah. Yes, just song. Well, just one, just yeah, that yeah, one yeah, that you yeah. hear over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and literally, like the song on the Academy Award nominations, I couldn't pick it out. Really? Depending on which one it was in the movie, like like when you heard "Let It Go" from Frozen, you're like, "Oh, that, yeah, I, I know that song. song. That's yeah. the song. Yeah. yeah, I get it." This one is like, "Oh yeah, these are all." Kind well, it's of curious the same. because I had some fans email us uh, a while ago because apparently Dave Anthony did a dollop on P.T. Barnum, and uh, yeah, he's not. There's some there's some darkness I would assume to this <laughs> to this gentleman and how we got yes. how we got P.T. Barnum. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no question, especially because it like it only hints that uh, on the parts of him being kind of like a, uh, you know, a borderline con artist for, you mm -hmm. know, the way he ran his business. And uh, there was definitely some stuff in the movie, but it was, you know, what we call the Hollywood polish. Sure. It was it was it was <laughs> not I'm like, oh, that's just P.T. Barnum. You know, that <laughs> that's how you got to get things done. Yeah, when we yeah, break into a song. Like, you're you know, not going to be like, he was an evil grifter. He was yeah, an evil grifter. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's Hugh Jackman doing it, it's like, oh, it, but yeah. he, it's, it's he's, him. He's he can't, so, he can't be that weird. He's so likable. So, that's what I'm matter. saying. Yeah. Everyone loves you know, the guy. You know? you know, especially, oh, he's lying to the bank. I don't care. It's, it's yeah. Hugh. Good for him. What were some of the, I don't know, it's not going to give anything away, I guess, but like some of the good... Sideshows, the, the I guess the freaks they called them back then. Uh, you had, yeah, you had what? You, what were some of them that you can remember? They had you know the uh, the dog boy, dog, know, the dog boy, boy. They had the dog boy. They had the Siamese twins. It, it was really yeah. all the classics you would see in just like a cartoon. Like Elephant Man, is yeah. it, did it come from that? There wasn't the Elephant Man, but they they had uh, you know the uh, bearded lady, bearded and then, oh, and then yes. the. Um, I think she has a podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah she's coming here next. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah then, Tiana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, uh, it was all the, pretty much the classics. So, but what, what that's what my I found, favorite thing when I go to a fair now is sort of the uh, the freak show. Yeah, well, yeah. you go to a lot of fairs. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for the food alone, yeah. you get all the fried food you want. They fry anything, you know. <laughs> but I do enjoy the sideshow Barker guys, you know, because I, I was walking to a North Carolina State Fair. There was a guy. I mean, it's so low budget these days, and, it, and I go to county fairs. So oh, it's like even the lower of the wow. lower, you know, like these guys can't be trusted. Uh, and, and I had my camera. I was just, uh, you know, recording these guys. And they all like hide from the camera because they're like, and one guy joked, I'm wanted in seven states. I'm like, he's not probably not joking. No, no he's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he joined the fair. That's why people yeah. join the fair. <laughs> yeah. They're running from they're something. They're running. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think he wasn't joking. But this one guy was just yelling at people as they walked down the midway. You must see the world's largest rat. <laughs> and I, was, I, I stopped and go, he's right. I have to see this. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a possum. Yeah. It was just yeah. a possum. But I'm like, all right, man, you got me. That's good. That's so it's great. not even moving. It's probably a dead possum. No, there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> just a giant possum. That's yeah. great. Yeah, well, I was like, a... I like the oddities of, you know, the, right. the bearded lady. They had a headless person one time at our at our little county fair. It was just wow. a mirror trick, you know, it was just yeah. dumb stuff. But Well, there's, uh, yeah, there's no background checks for carnies. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So... You don't have to show a resume. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, find I... you on LinkedIn here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got an HR department at the county <laughs> fair, do they? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. This guy's got too many so. teeth. I don't trust him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so, paying with you cash and tattoos. Yes. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, so ultimately, you know, the movie was good. It was uh, Michelle Williams did a really nice job in it, you know, and Hugh Jackman really carried the film. Uh, I thought it just took a little, a couple weird tangents, but overall, it's uh, it's a good film. 
All right, so now, so this is obviously, it's got some Oscar, one nomination it looks like, and yes. now we've talked about Shape of Water, but John, you saw that. I did. So this is another movie that got some nominations. It, and yes, it's doing it did very it. well on the You loved it, okay. I loved it, mm-hmm. yeah, I, uh, I had no idea, I didn't know anything about it. I love getting the screeners. You know, I just I just pop them in and best check way them out. to see a movie like that by it, the is way. To, to not know anything about it. Yes, I, I, that's why I fell in love with uh, Slumdog Millionaire. I, I oh, went to go yeah. see it by accident because the one movie I wanted to go see was sold out. And me and my buddy go, well, I've heard good things about this. Mm-hmm. Didn't know anything mm-hmm. about it. I, I walked out going like, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah, Slumdog Millionaire. But uh, so I, I I checked out the The Shape of Water, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed very much. Uh, I was watching it on an airplane. Which I don't recommend, because <laughs> there are some scenes in there. There's some nudity that pops uh, up. I always get weirded out when I watch yeah. them on my laptop, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, wait a minute. Well, I was like watching Breaking Bad or something like that once yeah. on a plane, and was like, right. oh, wow. Yeah, but at least, I don't know, was there nudity in Breaking Bad? I'm on a plane, there's kids behind me, and I'm, I got my full laptop screen open, and there's a scene where she gets in the bathtub and just goes at herself. Oh. Have you seen it yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know, then you know what I'm talking about. No, I missed that part. What? No, of course I not Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a little weird. I had to minimize yes. my, my browser real quick. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to see here, nothing to see here. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so uh, I I really I liked it a lot. Uh, lots of green in that film. Uh, not just green, but like aqua green. Yes. Which I'm sure that was on purpose. Um, sea foam green. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, but, you know, it's kind of, it's the sci-fi fantasy. Here's this uh, this girl. And she falls in love with the fish guy. You know, it's, Splash kind of did it, but it was funny. Tom Hanks. <laughs> I could have, I could have learned, uh, used less words from him, like the mm-hmm. mute girl in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they should rename it the Beauty and the Bass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hashtag beauty and the bass. <laughs> and I love it how she uh, lots of eggs are in this thing. She gives in there and sets her little egg timer, and she knows mm-hmm. exactly how long she gets to uh, fiddle or diddle there in the uh, tub. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I, but you know, I overall really liked it. The girl reminded me of a uh, a girl I kind of used to go out with, so I kind of like fell in love with that like, all over again. Oh. I'm like, oh, I miss her. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't talk, which is weird. Uh, what's his name? Michael Shannon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How he he sort he sort of liked the fact that the girl didn't talk. Yes, yeah. you know when mm-hmm. he was having sex with his wife, and he's like, Shh, he had his bloody hand in her mouth, like just just don't stop talking, stop talking. You're <laughs> ruining it for me. Um, but yeah, I I liked it a lot. How'd you guys feel about it? So uh, I I really liked it too, yeah. and it was the kind of movie like we were talking about where it's. It's unexpected, and it's only Guillermo del Toro could have made it. Yeah. Only he could have gotten it made, and it was just it was like it wasn't. You could tell it was a movie that didn't get any notes. It was uh-huh. like, well, this is what the movie exactly what he wanted to make. Yeah, and uh, and one of the reasons too was the budget was lower. Yeah, you know, and it the was budget well lower. done with a tiny budget. Exactly. Like, so it didn't look. It didn't look like that. That tiny of a budget, it w- it was on the screen. Every penny yeah. really felt like it is was. Is it on like the we said? It's just under twenty million was the budget, which yeah. is amazing considering. It looked like more. Yeah, yeah it looked it like really more. Did. It, it looks yeah. like it, I I would have thought it would have been more like The Greatest Showman, which was eighty four million dollar budget. Yeah. I would have thought it would have been in that range, at yeah. least fifty. Yeah, yeah. Shows how much money is wasted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In these other movies. Nick Searcy uh, had a I, I did a, a show with Nick Searcy, so it was good to see my buddy. And there's the five star general who was kind of a douche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, the, I, I also found it weird too. Like uh, the heist, I, I don't know. Well, you can't, can't give too much don't away. Don't give too yeah. much away. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, okay. So they're trying to save a certain character, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they uh, they kill. 
the uh, the the guard possibly. What? Am I giving things away? That's too much. That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> that's too, yeah that's I wanted to get into that's that. Right. I wanted to get into that part because it's like, all right, we're doing everything to save this, but then this other thing is going down. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Google it. We'll later. talk about more detail because yeah, I just yeah, actually yeah. got the Shape of Water screener. In you haven't the mail. seen it yet? Uh, I have not seen oh, okay. it, so I'm going to watch it, and then Chris and I are going to do a spoiler. We'll do a spoiler. Yeah. We'll oh, we'll talk. that's a whole different thing. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. My, it's I, I I recommend it. I give it uh, two thins up. All fins. No, that's good. Uh, There was one scene, and this is not going to give anything away, where she, um, she, she is. Oh, maybe it will. Crap! I don't know what I can say here. All right. Well, Well, there's a part where you go like, in my mind, I'm going like, well, that's that's unbelievable. There's no way that that could happen. I go like, oh, John, she's making out with a fish. Yeah. Yeah. Get over that part. (laughs) We can believe that there's. there's, (laughs) Just go with it. And then I was like, yeah, that's right. That's my favorite part when people. Yeah, you're watching obvious like Star Wars or something. Like, well, there's no way that that vapor mist could go through that. What? (laughs) You're getting that technical about something? One of the Spider Man movies, the first ones, the Tobey Maguire ones. (laughs) <laughs> was like mad when he's on the subway and the people in New York all like get rally around him and that was my friend the people in New York would never do that right. so the radioactive spider <laughs> superpowers yeah. they're good but that's then okay. New Yorkers yeah. with heart of, hearts together, of gold yeah. Yeah. Right. I found myself I doing that line. at certain moments I go like shut up that, to tell myself to sh- the inner <laughs> voice to shut up but I, I, I really like that I said, I, I'm going to send it to my mom and let her uh, review it oh <laughs> I'd love to hear your mom's <laughs> review right. of that film <laughs> yeah who was the the girl who played the the lead the lead girl, do, Sally never, Hawkins. Okay, has she done anything else that, that we've known? Or has yeah, she she's, she's done a bunch of stuff. She was in the uh, Woody Allen film uh, Blue Jasmine. Oh, okay. And also, she's in the uh, Paddington movies. The Paddington movies. Yeah, she's okay. in the kids movies, and then uh, she's done a bunch of other stuff too. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. She's in Maud. She's you know she's uh, very good at playing a a, a shy coy, mm-hmm. um, you know demure. She's in A Brilliant Young Mind. She was in Godzilla. She's Great oh, okay. Expectations. She's been, you know. I'm going to look her up and start stalking her. Yeah. <laughs> I like her. You remind me of my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> You're, but, but, but better in a weird way. You don't talk. <laughs> She's like, I talk. That was just a character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, It sorry. was good. It was good. All right. Where did they shoot that? I mean, uh, was that in L.A.? That's uh, a great question. That I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure where Curious. It's Curious. To save money, I, I wonder if it was like Toronto or something. It may, yeah, because every time I see a waterway, a wash, because I mm-hmm. live right next to one, I'm trying to guess. I wonder if that's, Santa Ma- what if yeah. that's Sherman Oaks <laughs> or is that Studio City? I mean, it was probably 90% interior, so it was probably sound stages somewhere. Um, okay. It could have been. Yeah, I don't know where they shot it. I can't find mm. any information. They're very good at, like, a lot of films do this, uh, a lot of movies do this, and then TV shows do this. Anytime they shoot outdoors and there's, like, cement or, you know, involved, they will water it down. Yeah. So it's just shiny, and it gives right. off this really, it just looks better on mm-hmm. TV. And uh, so they did a lot of that in this film. I got, and, I'm, and I'm watching for it. I go, mm-hmm, I see mm-hmm. what you did there. There you go. And it looked good. Good job. Yeah. All right. Shape of Water. Um, right, I like so let's talk about the post. The post. All right. So now we're back in. You know, it's 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 obviously all these Oscar movies are going wide. Uh, so I saw this, and it's 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 interesting. We talk about the trailers a lot, right? Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. this is not about the serial. No. Post. No, it is. Cereal. There was a there was it, post cereal was used to uncover <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so it what happened? So. This this the the movie focuses on obviously not Watergate. This is the the before Watergate. This is the first thing that sort of broke open the Washington Post. The Washington Post was considered uh, 
late sixties, early seventies was a sort of a small town paper. Well, what I one of the trivia we that no, because you mentioned that is uh, um, uh, the last scene of the post is actually the opening credit scene in All the President's Men. Oh. So it actually it's almost nice. like a prequel <laughs> to that that goes into the uh, uh, the Watergate scandal. Oh, oh that's cool! <laughs> wow. So yeah, it's it's. Um, so that's what they did, obviously, to, to, to show that is, um, you know, this is what put the Washington Post on the map. Mm. They were in the shadow, and there's a, there's a lot of stuff with regards to the New York. The New York Times is this big paper, obviously, back then as it is today, and the Post was just, they literally called it a small-town paper. Like, that's what it was, just a D.C. paper, you know, it just talked right. about D.C. stuff. Um, and the trailer is all about showing Meryl Streep fighting through the boys club and all this stuff like that. And that seemed to be, you know, what the focus of the film was going to be. No. <laughs> uh, it's, it's... <laughs> um, oh, did we get bait and switched by the trailer We did again? get bait and switched by the oh. trailer. That's part of it, but that's more towards... It's, it's, it's in there, but really it's about the ethical issue of Meryl Streep's character, Kay Graham, um is good friends with Robert McNamara in real life. They were really good friends with Robert McNamara. Yeah. And uh, he's like being friends with her. There's this whole ethical, you know, of if you're hanging out, if you're a big, you run a paper and you're hanging out with Robert McNamara, who's involved with the Vietnam War through from, and what they, what these papers uncovered was that They've been the politicians have been lying about Vietnam since Eisenhower. Right. <laughs> you know, mm. so it was like it was like well, like Truman, then Eisenhower, then then Kennedy, then like they've all lied about mm -hmm. it, and that's what these papers uncovered. Okay. And and then Nixon was sort of the worst version of it, but everyone was like, all Vic Nixon is doing is keeping this thing going that all these other presidents have been doing. Right. Does that sound familiar? Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Are we living that right now today? No. <laughs> Just the worst version of what everyone else has been doing? <laughs> no, Goldman Sachs hasn't been in every cabinet uh, since Reagan. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's, it's really showing, it's bringing that up. And it's really about that. And Tom Hanks is playing Ben Bradley. These are real people. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of really great scenes where he's like, you're still, you know, you're having Robert McNamara over for dinner. You think he's confiding in you because your friends know he wants you to give him a fair, give him a good, because um, the New York Times good breaks. press. Yeah. Wants you to give him good press. And she goes, oh, well, I guess you, all those times you were boating with Jack Kennedy, you, you know, and, and she calls him out because oh. he was buddies with Kennedy. Mm -hmm. So nice. it's really just this like, wow. Yeah. Who's the, in bed with who? Who's in bed with who? And and how can and, and it's all about the free press because the Nixon administration was trying to they they sued the New York Times yeah. and got the Supreme Court to block them from doing this. So the Washington Post was like, well, they had to go to the Supreme Court to allow to, to publish these stories. So it's really the first half. Two acts of the movie are that. Wow. Oh, okay. It's the end where she finally goes, okay, I got to, because she's just sort of, you see her in the beginning sort of, it was, it was her dad's paper. Mm -hmm. And when he, he gave the paper to her husband, 
you know, and there's there's a really cool there is a good scene in there where she's talking to her daughter and she's like, honey, I just thought that's the, I just thought that was what's best because yeah. that's I didn't know I'm you know she came up in this traditional right. I'm the wife she goes I've never run anything I've never everything's been you know she's this obviously pampered blue blood rich lady you know who's just mm -hmm. had everything taken care of and so yeah. that's what you do the man in, did does, Meryl Streep play that believably <laughs> a privileged white lady <laughs> yeah she actually did carry that pretty well um, the last when was the last time Meryl Streep struggled to pay her bills anyway. <laughs> It was a stretch for her. It was a stretch. Step outside her comfort. Yeah. Zone. <laughs> so brave. You know, and it it is it 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 does it does address that like that era. It's all white guys running everything, mm -hmm. and she's the first woman. But you know, and but the whole so the whole movie's white people, and then they do that thing that Hollywood loves to do of hey, black extra, a lot of black extras in oh, every scene oh, just to show hey we're diverse, <laughs> you know. Um, but. Uh, so there's that, you know, there's really, there's really good acting scenes in here and stuff like this, but then I just felt like Spielberg, he does this thing with the, he does so, it's so, and it became, it got in the way for me personally of these high angle looking down at people okay. or low angle looking up. Right. Like he's all about who's in charge. And, uh -huh. and so I'm like, I got it. Dutch <laughs> angled it. He does, the, oh, wow. it's not, it's not crooked. It's just like. It's it's the person. It's obviously from above uh, and obviously guy, from below. Yes. When there's a when you're looking up at someone, that's the guy in charge. He's big, mm -hmm. and if you're up here, then it's like you you know this yes. is a lower. Yes, yeah. and it's so prevalent throughout the whole film. Yeah. I was like, it, well, he doesn't want you to miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> and they're yeah, they're super wide. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you get everything. Just, so the people are like that tiny. <laughs> He keeps doing it, and then you know Bob Odenkirk is doing kind of a peculiar accent. I mean, they're all playing actual Who is? people. Bob Odenkirk. Oh, nice. Okay. David Cross is in it. Oh, wow. So they're playing actual people. Tom Hanks is doing Ben Bradley, and yeah, you know he's good. <laughs> he's Tom Hanks. He's very. He's very. He's a newspaper man. He's a news, but he's he's. He's doing that. <laughs> what like do the you one think from... it is we do here, kid? Yeah, <laughs> like the one from Superman, the original. Yeah, yeah. It all, <laughs> really, it's, it's, it, it gets a little bit. Uh huh. There's a cigar always yeah. in his mouth. <laughs> Look, kid, we gotta print it. You know, he's you know. got that fedora just says pressed on it all the time. Bash, <laughs> <laughs> hey? Who's doing that for some gangster accent for no reason? <laughs> I like it. So it's a little bit like I felt almost like he was, at times, it took me out because I go, is he doing an impression of the. I'm blanking on the actor's name from All the President's Men that played Ben Bradley. Mm. The, the actor. Um, all the the presidents met. All right, which is that's with Robert Redford and uh, that. Justin Hoffman. No. Well, yeah, that, I'm just saying they were the stars. Yes, he's in it. Yeah, who played? Um, oh God, he's a classic actor. Um, he, not, he, Jason Robards plays Ben Brad Ben Bradley. Right. So at times I felt like. Tom Hanks was doing a Jason Robards impression. 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 <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And is it close? It's decent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, he's a good. Look, I mean, Tom Hanks is good. They're really good. They're really good actors. But there were times when I just felt like I'd like to see all three of them next to each other talking, <laughs> saying the same line, and see who does it better. Butch Bradley is that his name? 
Butch Bradley. Ben Bradley? Ben Bradley. Yeah. Butch Bradley, the stand-up comic from Tucson. <laughs> yeah, it's Butch, Bra- it's Butch Bradley that I started with at last. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I know Butch Bradley. He's in this. <laughs> I don't know he worked for the Post. Yeah, yeah. who wow. knows? He's been around a long time. I know. He's like he looks 90. young. He <laughs> <laughs> when I started open mics with him, I guess he was seventy at the time. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 some of that. Like, and when you know these historical characters, and when you know this this iconic movie like All the President's Men, mm-hmm. which was all about the Watergate stuff. Yes. Um, so. I, I felt to me like it was a little too much, and Spielberg has a habit of doing this sometimes. Of, all right, Oscar movie, uh-huh. big moment, yeah. big sound swell, big soundtrack, right. big angles, yeah. big, you know, big. I'm gonna make it. Sh- yeah, yeah, zoom put, in real push quick. In, yeah. big, big line. You yeah. know, we're gonna. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it just at times I was engaged, and at times I was. He was forcing it. I was forcing it a little bit, yeah, and yeah. then the whole. You know the whole sort of mislead of the of the trailer. Okay, but it's interesting. It, it the old bait and switch trailer. Yeah, move. a little bait and switch trailer <laughs> move. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. There, there's 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 really interesting one off scenes in it. Um, you know, is this the best picture of the year? No. Um, everyone, they're all. These are all very skilled actors. They all did right. a really good job with it. But you well, know, it, you know, it didn't do nearly as well with the Golden Globes as right. people expected it to. And I think this is why I I understand why now because mm-hmm. I literally watched it last night. I'm like, oh, and I remember when I saw the trailer, I was like, God, this just feels a little too much. Like, this is it. This is, is it. Oscar long, is it too long? A little bit, yeah, yeah. Nah, maybe maybe ten fifteen minutes. Okay. Not not like a half hour too yeah. long. Yeah. Sounds like an Oscar bait backfire. A little bit, <laughs> little <laughs> Oscar, Oscar <laughs> hashtag Oscar bait backfire. <laughs> Oscar, it's also good bacon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's very spicy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's worth seeing, but mm-hmm. but is it a front runner for any of the categories? I mm-mm. not yeah. for me at least. Okay, not for me. All right, fair I, enough. I'll check it out. You'll get the screener. I, I, I think I might have it. Yeah. I don't know if I do. I got a lot of them still. I got to go through. It's weird. Some of the screeners I'm getting from SAG are like. There's a lot of Netflix stuff. I'm like, I'm like I already have Netflix. I have I Netflix. this anyway. Well, Why Netflix I, is probably yeah. paying a fortune. Just, no, just send it to everyone. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I mean, I, you're wasting money giving me this DVD. Now I got to go. I don't. I, I guess I, I watch it in my laptop. I guess. Yeah. I, don't, I barely even use my DVD player. I think what Netflix should do, and they did this, and I got one envelope that was just like. Postcards, really nice postcards yeah. of all the Netflix shows. Oh, reminding right. me that was great. But then I don't need a box set of shows that I <laughs> right. can stream on my TV with an yeah. outdated platform that I don't barely use. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's peculiar. Yeah. Let go dust off my PS3. Yeah, so it's I can just watch like... this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we've got some business to take care of. Um, we have an ad read. We have Warby Parker. Yeah. Warby Parker, our new concept in eyewear. It has a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal. It wants to create uh, quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. Now, the thing about Warby Parker is they have uh, a really easy system where they have a free try-on program at home. You order five pairs of glasses. You try them on for five days. No obligation to buy it. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. You can go to warbyparker.com slash comedy film nerds to order your free home try on today. Pretty and, 
Yeah, it was real easy. Well, yeah, so you, get this box, you get this box in the mail. You get five uh, glasses. You can get sunglasses if, if you don't need a prescription, or you can give them your prescription. And you So you go to the website, and you pick the certain frames. You're like, ah, that might good. And so you get five frames set up, and then you try them on, and you you like, does this fit? Does it look good? It was real simple. I did that, and then you stick it back in the box. They give you a label back in the mail. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. I, it was Bob's simple. your uncle. Everything's that way now. Mm -hmm. yeah. In the mail. Yep. So easy. Get in the mail. So, I, I'm not going to an eye store and, you know, having yep. somebody. Having to drive and they, around and they to started. go to an eye store? Can't even see. No. <laughs> They'll send it to you. It's safer. <laughs> Safety first. Wobby Parker. And they uh, they started at $95 <laughs> and includes prescription lenses with anti-glare and anti-scratch coating. And uh, they're really nice, well-made frames. I mean, yeah. they're really it's really high quality stuff. And again, like if you if you're somebody like me, I want a really nice sun. I like I, I'm outside a lot in the sun down by the. So I want a real I want really good sunglasses. I would. Right. These are yeah. worth it. It's worth the money. Very cool. And uh, also, Warby Parker has an iTunes app. So Ooh. if you go to the App Store, you can get the apps, the app. And if you have an iPhone 10, you know, the, the latest iPhone model. Uh, you can use the Find Your Fit feature on the Warby Parker app. So it makes it even easier if you have an iPhone uh, There 10. you go. To find your glasses so, with the app? Yeah, find your fit. Oh. Like, uh, like a, oh, I thought you meant like if you lose your glasses and you have your phone, you hit something that goes, beep, 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 over here. Well, who knows? That might be that's in the gotta next be done. Uh, That's yeah, got to be that's coming down, be down the pipe. That's got to be My soon. parents yeah. lose their glasses <laughs> all the time. <laughs> that's got to be, uh, that's gotta be in the works. They don't even know where they are. In okay, the development like, department. That's a good idea. Yeah. So go to warbyparker.com slash comedy film nerds and order your free home try-ons today. Also, we got Casper mattresses. We have Casper mattresses. I got a Casper mattress. Uh, I, I You're love still that. on it, I right? I love it. It's a great mattress. You get them in the mail. You got 100 days <clears throat> to uh, try it out. If you don't like it, you send it back. So, it's a risk-free sleep-on-it trial. It shows Again, it shows up in the mail. You It comes in this big box. You just open it. You, you cut off the straps. Couple hours, it just like unfolds on its own. Unfolds it? on its own. Right. Yeah, yeah. low it, maintenance. It's low maintenance again. Like going to a mattress store, dealing with all that business. Just have your glass, you know, your glasses and your mattresses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just sent to you. Your glasses. Mm -hmm. You know, have some food delivered. You don't have to leave the house. Honestly, you don't these days. There's no reason for you to leave your home. <laughs> and they're cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing comfort and support for all kinds of bodies. You spend one third of your life sleeping. You should be comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, now, they offer two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. Mm -hmm. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. And all are designed and developed and assembled in the U.S., so you feel good about buying them. There's yeah. no, uh, um, there's no foreign tariffs. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and it's at affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. And like you said, it goes right to your door, and uh, you got a hundred days to try it risk-free. Sleep on it. Trial. Yeah, you can send it back and not pay shipping. So it's it's real simple. Can you go wrong, you Graham? Can't go wrong. These are two excellent sponsors. What are you, but what are you doing? We are not going to let you pay full price. You'd be crazy. Oh, you got some promo code. Oh yeah, I got fifty bucks oh, off. I'm writing this down. Yep, Casper.com/slash/comedyfilmnerds. Use the promo code comedyfilmnerds. Fifty dollars off. Fifty dollars off. Just go to Casper.com/slash/comedyfilmnerds and use comedyfilmnerds at checkout. Nice. Terms and conditions apply. All right. I love it. A couple of Patreon right. sponsors. Frightfully Uninformed Podcast. 
Frightfullyuninformed.com. It's a podcast that watches mostly classic horror movies to figure out horror movie fandom. Yes, and we also have a book, Johnny Rulon's book, um, Green Cheek, A Junkie's Guide to Street Magic. It is an Amazon and both in digital and hard copy. It is an experimental stream of consciousness oh, novel wow. which follows the exploits of the muse, muse Calliope and her immortal lover T.S. on a journey through time, dreams, and the hidden places of a supernatural America. Facebook.com slash Happy Horror Show Productions. Just gave me the chills when you read that. <laughs> was so scary. That was so scary. And you get uh, that scared, just just lay yeah. down on your Casper mattress. <laughs> right? <and sleep> yep. <laughs> put your glasses Take on. Put your, put your Warby Parker glasses <laughs> on. Just lay down. And, uh, and read Green Cheek. <laughs> so guys at the Patreon. Full page- circle. <laughs> yeah. I love it. We did it. We did it. If you good. want your business mentioned at the Patreon, go to the, at the $50 level, go to patreon.com slash comedy film nerd. Yes, that is limited. We're going to probably limit it to about 10 but uh, right now there is room for more. Room for more. We've got another one coming online in February, but uh, that'll give us, I think, two more coming on in February. Mm-hmm. So there's still six slots left. Let's do it. So uh, check it out. All right, let's talk about some, some trailers. Tra- okay. yeah. uh, we got to talk about this Tomb Raider trailer. I, and I got to <laughs> tell you, it's uh, as many cliches that were in this movie, and you're watching, and you're like, oh, yeah, well, they got the tank top right. You know, in the shorts. <laughs> right, you know. right. The outfit's yeah. d- down. Yeah. The uh, wardrobe nailed it. Yeah, yeah. The, the uh, honestly, the Tomb Raider movies are so bad mm-hmm. that like I can see this movie getting a remake where like all this movie has to be is watchable, and it's a vast improvement over the Angelina Jolie movies. You know, I like Angelina Jolie just in general, but those movies, I don't. They went. They were such the classic like big budget move. Uh, uh, video game adaptation that yeah. just had no. They were literally empty. No story. I mean, the video yeah. game wasn't even that good. Yeah. <laughs> to even warrant a film, and then the film was like, okay, we don't have to be good either. Yeah. But apparently they're switching it up a little bit. They got the uh, the ex machina robot girl in there. Yep. So, mm-hmm. she, I like her. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this. And she's jumping off stuff. She is. And shooting stuff. <laughs> right. So this so. might have just enough of a story, and she's. A, an engaging actress. I'm going to bring my PlayStation controller to the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pretend I'm like, playing the movie. Yes, ha- just <laughs> clicking away. People yeah. turn around like, yeah. X, oh God, I, come I, on. I hit X. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. You should do that. Film that. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. So, uh, I, you know, I, I got to say I have mixed feelings about this trailer. It looks like, you know, ridiculous, but at the same time, Anything's an improvement over the last two movies. If they're just, a, just a decent story, a decent arc, a de- just a decent three act structure, some cool stunts, some cool stunts, yeah. then it, it's it's doable because, like we all said, you know, she's a really good actress. She's very engaging. She she has a wide range. So to see her, you know, Ex Machina, she's great. She's yeah. done other stuff. To so to see her as an action star, why not? Yeah, yeah. She's in shape. She's fit. Yeah, I mean, you, you saw her in the trailer. She jumped off that boat over that big wave. She yeah. looks like she could raid tombs. <laughs> yeah, I she looks it. like she's in the shape to run around on green screens. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> she does. Totally, yeah. totally. And yeah. she's, you know, of course, appropriately dressed for the jungle, which was actually a joke in Jumanji. Right. Oh, is that right? That character, yeah. It was like, why am I in shorts in a tank top in the jungle? Because that's how <laughs> they would dress every female uh, video game character uh-huh. for the last... 20 years yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder if they have that uh that helmet that sort of like the little tan helmet is that going to be in this film there'll be one tan helmet in this film. from world war one <laughs> yeah, excavations yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah, like, but it might have a net on it you know 
Well, there's just the net on top of the helmet. But. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's got um, uh, Michael. What is it? Uh, Goggins or whatever the guy from Walter Goggins. Walton. Walton, Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Yeah, he's good. I like him. He's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a great bad guy, and he looks like he's a bad right. guy. Yeah. Definitely. You know, so. Well, his teeth look too good. <laughs> his teeth are too good for this era. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to put some stuff on that, round it up a little bit. Yeah. It's too good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I like Mr. Walter. He Goggins. doesn't have jungle teeth. He doesn't have jungle teeth. <laughs> Well, maybe he's the rich guy. We don't know. I don't yeah. just saw the trailer. Yeah, he <laughs> doesn't have jungle teeth. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Walter Goggins is great. Mm-hmm. Anything he does, so um, he's great. In we'll s- hopefully, it won't uh, you know derail their careers any. Right. Nah. <laughs> I think you it, know it, it can't really. If it, I think this will this will neither I harm nor hurt. No, because yeah. it doesn't I mean, look. It won't get a razzie. Yeah, or help. Because if this movie was horrible, (laughs) there's three choices. Yeah, (laughs) you got all of them. (laughs) I think though, I think we've we've watched enough trailers and enough movies over the years to know that if this movie was just horrible, there's no way they could. They wouldn't release it. Well, the the trailer couldn't save it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like that. I watch that trailer and I go, okay. This will be a fine. This will be ninety There's minutes. There's something in There's there. There's something in there yeah. that's. Yeah. It, it'll be. It'll be just be popcorn fun and. and yeah. It, it'll be decent. That's. Yeah. That's my guess. Popcorn mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. I agree. All you right. Can, you can eat as loudly as you want. You probably you wouldn't eat, offend anyone if you took your game controller right. in there. Like, <laughs> I oh, think I half the theater is going to be guys like Chris playing the game. Yeah. Right. I think. Yes. <laughs> or undressing the main character yeah. with their eyes. And, uh, like you <laughs> know, and making noises while you're hitting pew 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 hitting the buttons. And I think a lot of people in the audience will have jungle teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the end of the film, definitely. Is that popcorn kernels all in there? Yeah, it's going to get nasty. That's going to be a tough one to clean up afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other trailer was Hostels. Hostels, yes. Hostels. Now, like, this, this, this is not about the hotels that you would stay in if you were just visiting from out of town. No, sir. No, sir. This no. is a different. <laughs> okay. Look at this. a different. different... Oh, I like like uh, people. Oh, I gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Native Americans. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. I like this trailer. I just like the mustaches in this trailer. A lot of great mustaches. A lot yes. of Sam Elliott, mm-hmm. Wilford Brimley. A lot type. of great gloves, too. Great gloves? There's, there's some great gloves great in this Great cowboy movie. gloves. Oh, yeah, yeah, the big, long, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. A lot of good gloves. A lot of Yosemite this. Sam lookalikes. Right. You know? <laughs> and this is the kind of movie that uh, wanted to kind of slip under the radar it for It had a December Oscar 22nd release. Had a, a yes. limited release in December to try to right. get Oscars. Right, and uh, kind of got shut out. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, they were thinking, oh, Christian Bale, this is going to be the movie that's going to like upend the Oscars and sneak in and surprise everybody, and it didn't. I huh. just, I'm curious because I want to know where it, what it, how, where it lands in terms of because the trailer, at least, and the voiceover that we hear from, from Christian Bale, he's very much of this. I kill savages, and, and right. is mm-hmm. that is that the problem with it? It's it's still all these years later, just depicting Native Americans as just right. crazy savages. And his right. and his, um, his mission is that, well, he has to protect one. He has yeah, to which is played one. by West uh, Study, who is, has mm-hmm. zero lines in the trailer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. Wait, is Johnny Depp in this too? Didn't he? Yeah. Tonto? <laughs> I think I saw Tonto, Johnny with Depp the, Tonto in there. With a bird on his hat? <laughs> yeah. 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 Just going, me, bad stereotype him. <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't know. I don't know if it's like, I'm curious to, to, to see, uh, like, is it, a, is it a more accurate representation? Is it like Christian Bale's character has some sort of change of heart on this open trail? Or or is it just like yeah well we, good thing we got rid of the savages because if that's it then that's it, a problem. It really feels like the whole trailer and the whole film is setting up to be like a redemption story, like that okay. kind of thing where it feels like 
y- you know, you, these characters start off one way, and as the journey progresses, they begin to understand each other. But I will say this. It seemed like it had a lot more action in it than I thought. There was, like, a lot more fighting. There were a lot more ambushes. There was a lot more burning of cabins and things yeah. that, that horse, I thought was actually, fast horseback yeah, riding. Horse aspir- yeah. <laughs> Lots of bows more and arrows. I, that, yeah, a lot of bows and arrows. So um, like more, more this action This is a grizzly bear rape scene. I'm not watching. Yeah. <laughs> I need at least Leo to show up and get raped by a bear one more time. <laughs> then I'll tune in. I think you need to watch that scene again. That may not have been what happened. <laughs> uh, maybe it's just wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I project a lot. Yeah. Okay, I got it. We're working through some uh, stuff. Yeah, Good yeah. for you. Good for you. Thanks, man. Because I read the book, too, and I'm, I'm not remembering that. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm it, I'm interested. I, I just want to know what how this is depicting right. this era that has been so woefully misrepresented for decades. It looks like a really solid Western, so I'm, I'm hoping it's... I, honestly, this is the kind of movie that you see the trailer... You see who's in it. You get the story, and you're like, I just, I want it to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I want it to be I good. I like the people in it. Yeah. A, a lot of whispering in this one. One of those whisper yes. films. I like. mm-hmm. Lots of leaning in. Hey, Miho, come here. and let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. Ser- no, seriously, this mm-hmm. microphone's not working. Get closer. Aaron, I, I, lower the boom a little bit. I got, <laughs> I got to deliver this line right here. I got Aaron, a lot of pent-up feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Look how serious I am. Mm-hmm. Aaron keeps leaning in like he has some thoughts on this. I mean, it is a, it almost feels like a 310 to Yuma reboot. Mm-hmm. Right. It's literally Christian Bale and Ben Foster again. Right. Transporting someone who they might befriend ultimately. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. So I, you know, 310 to Yuma was an actual remake of the original 310 mm-hmm. to Yuma. So is yes. this based on something else? I don't know. It's, it's, I guess this is based on a true story. Uh, Who's Christian Bell playing? I forgot. What's his character? Uh, like, is it like someone we should know from history? I don't know. It says here. Is it not General Custard. I don't think it's no. based on a true story, <laughs> but it's like I don't know. I'm not seeing any information that says um, based on a book or something. Yeah, that yeah, might be an original. So, yeah. but no, no nominations, huh? Nothing. No. Oh my god. No, God, it, it got pretty, pretty. Uh, Christian Bell, he snub. does whisper a lot, though, huh? Like he in, does. Even he, in Batman, he whispers a lot. He's a whisper actor for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a thing. That should be a job. Like you have a horse whisperer. Yeah. You have to get the horse actor whisper. The actor whisper. <laughs> he just leans in like, "You're trying too hard. <laughs> Don't yell so much." I'm trying to hide the fact that I'm English. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Him, I, him and the female lead. If I talk softly, you can't tell. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So let's go to uh, DVDs and Blu-rays. All right, All right uh, Jigsaw. Now, you know, this is the kind of movie that if you enjoyed the last, I don't know, what was it, five Saw movies? Seven, I think. Seven? Oh, okay, well, there you go. You're, right. you're, going, you're, going to win, you're going to go, and nothing's going to stop you from seeing this next one. Okay. That's, you're, you're there. Yeah. Um, Geostorm. Uh, man, talk about a trailer not being able to save you at all. Mm-hmm. That's This movie looked... So bad that uh, oh, right. it was, uh, you know, even Andy Garcia looked like, look, he was almost apologizing in the trailer. This is all I can get now. <laughs> this is it really felt like I right. felt kind of bad for him. My kids are yeah. going to college, so I yeah. really, this needs yeah. to happen. <laughs> I need a new roof on my third home. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those deals, huh? So, um, and I, I love when they say- movie? <laughs> And, you know, it's got that classic part where they actually say the name of the film in the trailer. It's like, it's 
It's a geostorm. <laughs> and all of a sudden, all these little tiny geo cars just fall yeah. the <laughs> What they should do when they do that in a movie, I think it's a geostorm. They should just, the title should just boom, yeah. come on the frame with a big, bold graphic. Yeah. Brought to you by GE. Errol. <laughs> geostorm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, that that one looked too cheeseball-y for me even to go for the, tr- the movie poster looks cheeseball yeah. yes. That's when you know you're in trouble. Uh, thank you for your service. This was the Miles Teller PTSD movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this film. Um, there was some interesting stuff in it. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, If you didn't see it, it's worth seeing. There's some good performances in it. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, what's this one about again? Thank you for your service. So yeah. Miles Teller plays a bunch of guys that came back from Iraq with PTSD, and they're trying to... Oh, yeah, okay. It's a, it's a, it sounds like one I would like. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie All right. from what I remember. Um, That's on DVD right now? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay, good deal. And goodbye, Christopher Robin. This was the story of how uh, Winnie the Pooh was created by the the author, and it kind of goes through his life and his relationship with his his son. Um, And also, as his son kind of got famous, as people learned that the stories were based on him, then it was like that that version of fame and that time period and how – uh, awkward it was, and ultimately it, it it began estranging him from his uh, his parents. So it, it's a decent movie. Margot Robbie does a good job in it, mm-hmm. but it's 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 another kind of movie that really felt like oh this is Oscar bait, and it, it just mm, no not not quite. It didn't quite get there. It, again, it it goes off in some um, weird places. Like like the the one part that I think I had the most problem with like was the they go out to a house in the country mm-hmm. okay it's the 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 mother the father and the daughter and the son excuse me and uh, the mother just decides I don't like it here I'm going back to the city so, okay you're just leaving is okay. that that what you're doing all right okay and then um, she comes back a while later and the husband this is the, it's a a Milne is that mm-hmm. the name yeah, yeah. a Milne asks hey well what have you been doing all this time does it matter I'm back now and like yep yeah, Kind of matters. Yeah, kind of matters what you've been done. Yeah, yeah, I kind of need to know where you were. Yeah, (laughs) what you were doing and where you were, and uh, you know, it's you've been gone for a while. Yeah. Uh, so, so there was a couple. He just kind of let that go. Interesting. Uh, that so, really would have fucked up Green Acres. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the wife was just like, "Fuck it, now I'm out of here." Yeah. Well, then we have no show. So, <laughs> the movie it was a uh, it was a little too long. It was a little um it it just it, it it missed the mark a little bit for sure. But it was a um it was definitely an acting character piece for uh, Dom Hall Gleason. All right. For sure. Like for him. His performance, you're like, it's kind of his movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Margot Robbie is good in supporting, but really it's it's more about him. And uh, what I did like, too, uh, was that it went into that uh, A. A. Milne... Am I saying that right, A.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He uh, he went... He was more than just the Winnie the Pooh author. Like, he, he wrote articles, he wrote other books, and he, he did other things, and... He was. He had a lot to say about the war, and and there was mm-hmm. there was a lot going on. It wasn't just about Winnie the Pooh for him, so um, it's decent. It's an airplane movie. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Something to see on an airplane. No nudity scenes in yeah. this one, except for Pooh Bear, who's just wearing yeah. a shirt. Yeah, that's that's it. That's all a little odd. All the other what characters. t-shirt contest with Pooh Bear's yeah. a little weird. That seems weird, yeah. but I yeah. think it's yeah. you know it's still a cartoon at the yeah. end of the day. So <laughs> Tigger's no really still cares. completely naked. <laughs> Tigger's still uh, naked. Uh, uh, and the next movie is The Killing of a Sacred Deer. This is just this weird kind of horror thriller uh, about a stranger who comes into a family's life. But what, what intrigued me about it was it was the guy that did The Lobster because that was such a fucked up movie. Yes. That, oh. was, uh, that was such a fucked up movie. And so 
This one, I'm thinking, well, this has got to be. Well, the lobster, like the like the the freak show, like the the lobster hands. Well, no, it's it's a it's it's even hard. It's it's one of those movies that's even hard to describe. Okay. It's like if you don't fall in love with somebody, (laughs) if you don't fall in love with at a certain amount of time with somebody, then you get turned into the animal of your choice at this resort. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, (laughs) lobster, huh? Well, you know, they got claws. So, um, this was this is his next film. Interesting. Um, So this. The Killing of the Sacred Deer. Yeah, right. so it's kind of a horror thriller about a stranger who comes into a family's life. I'm going to whisper about it. Yeah. <laughs> it, takes, it makes it more creepy and, and yes. serious. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, he just yeah. whispered so, on that one. I'm right. check that one out. And also, for the, uh, a good way to hide your jungle teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I heard one guy with a car. You don't even have to move your mouth at all if you whisper. Just like, keep your lips close to each other. If you got that Sam Elliott mustache, you can see your mouth move at all. Yeah. yeah. It's like your mannequin. Yeah. Well, then you just make things and you draw it. That's uh, a good one. You got a good accent. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hickory. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of famous. Pig from Green Acres hailed from hickory. <laughs> one thing you didn't know about that pig, he was mean as a snake. <laughs> 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 he had fire in his eyes that day. He'd bite your goddamn hand off. <laughs> my, you try to feed him, you come up with a nub. <laughs> my cousin lost three fingers that day. <laughs> Once the cameras stop rolling. Yeah, he got me. he's a mean drunk. <laughs> he looked good in that one shirt, though. Him and, him and Winnie the Pooh together. <laughs> Just that tank top. That's a good couple. Yeah. And then give it to Lara Croft. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Croft is from Hickory. I yes. don't know if you guys know that. She's a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, trivia. It's on Wikipedia. Laura Croft, so. born from Hickory, <laughs> moved out later. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, at the site spotlight and the fan feedback, we want to um, point you towards Neil's commuter review. Ooh. You definitely want to check that out God bless uh, in you, written Neil, form. For yeah. And making me see it with you. <laughs> uh, now, one thing we want to talk to you guys about the YouTube channel. Um, YouTube is doing a weird thing where they're going to demonetize and uh, delist the channel if you are under 1,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. We are over 700, so we are very close, but we need about 280 of you just to go over there and. Uh, subscribe in the next uh, few days yeah. so we don't get I mean not that we make a fortune off it right now but if we do get demonetized and delisted it takes longer to get back up because then you have to go through an entire review process mm-hmm. if we, you could get you guys if you guys could get us up to over a thousand in the next couple of days that would uh, make it easier for us to grow Guess it. Guess what? Plus one right oh, now. Alright. Janet Reap. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, 279 <laughs> now we need. Put it on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Two seventy nine. Oh, we got a subscriber from Hickory. <laughs> that counts for two, really. You can count my sister. We shared a count. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, couple so comments. a thousand, then they will. They yeah. they're starting to demon. That's not Google's mm-hmm. getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Ross Oaks wrote this movie must have been so successful because my Netflix subscription just increased a dollar. Talking about the bright movie <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> video that we did. Um, then there's <laughs> someone who watched The Last Dalai Lama. That's from a while ago. Colleen Maseko. Uh, my, you know, my life in its depth. Namaste. Well, namaste to you, Colleen. And um, then the uh, spoiler episode of Detroit, uh, Austrial Luminosity. Wrote, this is one of the year's most poignant movies, which story is incredibly relevant these days. That's mm. a great comment. 
And the inner mind's eye, talking about, again, the, the Dalai Lama, thank you for doing this review of this docu on the Dalai. Always interesting to see perspective of viewers outside of the Buddhist community, especially when you guys bring that comical aspect to it. Well... <laughs> You're welcome. My, my inner, <laughs> my inner presence respects your inner presence. Namaste. Yeah. Namaste. I got all three eyes on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of people didn't know Dalai Lama came Dalai from Lama. Hickory. Uh, three eyes. <laughs> that one right in the middle of the dang forehead. <laughs> that one's blind. Yeah. <laughs> he got kicked by a mule when he was. <laughs> <Yeah. in. laughs> Damn, that mule yeah. get you. Yeah. Got bitten by that pig. <laughs> And Green Acres Green bit Acres, me in the three oh, eyes. He went on a three-day jag, and he punched a Dalai Lama in his third eye. And then this girl Jungle Tea showed up with a tank top on with a whip. Where'd you get the whip? <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Oh. Um, Good times. So, all right, well, let's talk about some premiering this week. Oh. Uh, my favorite title, uh, I think maybe one of my favorite movie titles ever, is Maze Runner, colon, The Death Cure. Because it really feels like you just picked random words and just put them together until you had a title. These are, I mean, this is the end of the trilogy, Chris. Are you excited to go for the? I can't wait. I've I seen think the a first lot of two. Questions answered. Are gonna yes, <laughs> finally. I want to know exactly what's going on and how, how things are going to wrap up. They're did, never going to get out of the maze. Yeah. How did they resist the temptation to split this into two? You know, I, I know. know. Oh, Such a demand. It's crazy. Wow. I this, hope this, at the this, very this... end, it's like it's just Jack Nicholson frozen from like, yeah. the shining <laughs> in the maze. It's just him sitting there like, you're never going to get out. Uh, I've, seen the last, I've seen the last two movies. I couldn't tell you what the lead character's name is, what their motivations are, what's going on, or where the movie goes from here. But the, you're going to see it. But I'm going to go see it. <laughs> yes. Chris, you're part of the problem. Yes. I'm going to just say that out loud. Yeah. Just I, sneak I, into I'm going to go see it. I'm gonna, it's one of those movies that, like, you know, all right, in for a penny, in for a pound. Right. Um, I've seen yeah. the first two. I, I feel like the ti- the people that are coming up with the titles are the same people that come up with the Divergent series titles. Right? Divergent <laughs> <Yes>. Resurgent. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely. It, it's what so, else rounds with Deterge? Yeah. It's just an app. That's like a title uh-huh. generator yeah, that, you yeah. know, executives oh, that, that, are yeah. hitting. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good way. Yeah, start with a title, then build the movie from there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I like yeah. it. <laughs> and, uh, and Hostels comes out in wide release. That we talked no. about. Yes. Yeah. Let us see. what Guys, mm-hmm. watch Hostels and let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that's episode 403. That was quite a show. Man, that was I'm fun. I'm exhausted. Lock it down. <sighs> Gosh, my ribs are hurting from laughing so hard. I feel like a drunk pig bit me. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to the hospital right now and get checked out, man. <sighs> I know. I got something. Uh, John Reap, where can people find you on the internet? Upcoming shows. What do you got going on? I'm on the internet. JohnReap.com. J O N. R E E P dot com, and from there you can go everywhere else. You got your Twitter, got your uh, your Facebook, mm-hmm. the Instagrams, your Snapchats, all of it. I do all of it. Um, or you get the IMDb. Me speaking of films, <gasps> I'm in two that you can go look at. Nice. I'm, I'm in one called Into the Storm, where I play a wannabe tornado chaser. Um, I, I'm a twister hunter, and uh, I'm on a four wheeler with my buddy uh, Shade Donkey, and we uh, we we chase the tornado chasers in this movie. And then uh, Harold and Kumar escape Guantanamo Bay. They can they can watch me. In oh. that. I play a redneck farmer married to his sister who has a cyclops for a son that lives in the basement, and I grow weed. Harold and Kumar too escape from Guantanamo Bay. That's nice. a, that's a true character though. That's a, I it, swear to God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am Google it right now. <laughs> Send an email to the comedy film guys. Let them know. 
but it's legit. <laughs> then you can you can you can uh, you can uh, re- review that one one day. And you're on the road too. You got I'm on the road all the time. My next gig is at the end of this month, but I'm going to be on a cruise ship, and it's already it's already done. So everything my calendar's at johnreap.com. I'm I'm going to be in Boston. I'm going to be. Uh, God, it's fuzzy after a month. But sure, if you go sure. to my website, the calendar's right there. I might be in your town soon. You guys, go go check out John. He's a very funny man. And, uh, you know. And he'll bring you something from uh, Hickory Farms. Yeah, yeah. Bring I'll bring you some cheeses. of that. Uh, what was that? <laughs> cheese or meat? Yeah, meat or, yeah, Hickory Farms cheese or meat. <laughs> yeah. Or be- hashtag beauty in the bass. Beauty yeah. in the bass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring you some nice sushi. Yeah. That's it. I um, enjoy sushi. Well, guys, I will be uh, February 2nd doing a show uh, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Ooh. Come on. Oh, man, slumming it, huh? I know. And the, another <laughs> shitty road gig. Yeah, man. it's worse. Oh, God, I'm going to have to surf during the day and then do a yeah. show. You I hope they're paying to. you extra for oh, that. God. Yeah, there's nothing to do in Hawaii. Oh, got to sit on the <laughs> beach. The water's warm. It's surfing without a wetsuit. Watch out for them ballistic missiles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just hope someone doesn't accidentally hit the missile strike button. Right, right, exactly. uh, those night janitors always hitting the wrong buttons. Yeah, it happens all the time. No, no, it wasn't a false flag. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> so, yeah, check that out. And then, of course, uh, guys, we've got 10 more episodes of the FNX Comedy Experience. We're shooting that out in San Bernardino this Sunday, the 28th. Craig Shoemaker is headliner. He's part native. Most of you didn't know that. Uh, and Steph Zamorano's on the show, and a young kid, Naz Janice, is on the show. We've got Nikki Glazer coming up, uh, a bunch of other big name comics, and a bunch of Native American comics you probably haven't heard of. We're giving them a voice and a place to perform. And it's just a great show. It's this cool old theater that was built by uh, WPA money with FDR. Uh, so if you go to fnx.org slash comedy, you can get all the tour dates. Of course, you can get everything, too, at GrahamElwood.com. Yes. Check me out. Come to the show. Support FNX. Excellent. And I wanted to let you guys know the um, the graphic novel, Long Ago and Far Away, the inking and the coloring is now done. I've seen it. It looks great. So uh, thank you so much for supporting, guys. It is definitely getting closer to being into your hands. So I appreciate your patience. It's, you know, it's like earbuds, anything on Kickstarter. Uh, it gets a little bit behind schedule, but uh, it's on. It's, it's getting there. It looks great, and uh, it'll be in your hands soon. All right, guys, thank you so much to Aaron Brungard for uh, dropping in on the ones and twos, and thanks again to Johnny Reap Woo-hoo! all the way from Hickory, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. I had a, had a blast. Appreciate it. And uh, thoughts and prayers for his garage. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And his washer and dryer. <laughs> his washer and dryer. <laughs> My name's Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini, and as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first. Hickory. <laughs>